0: How's it going out there? Ah, going, good. going
1: really good. How
0: you doing? Good, good. We had a nice weekend, but now it's raining, so it's perfect podcasting weather.
1: Ooh, is it hot out there?
0: It was like 90s, uh, 100s. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm down for it because we just haven't had summer. It's been just clouds and rain.
1: Yeah, they said that heat wave's coming here.
0: All right. Well, what do you get? Uh, and then you'll have some rain, so you'll, you should enjoy it.
1: Yeah, it will be good. Our grass is looking great. Oh, yeah. Had a a lot of rain this year. It's been good.
0: Mine is slowly coming back. It's a struggle for survival out there. (laughs) (laughs) I think I got neighborhood dogs like pissing on my lawn when I'm not home. I'm pretty sure of it. I'm I'm definitely sure that my neighbor with the pride flag and the Ukraine flag, I am positive she stops her dog to shit and piss on my lawn.
1: Oh, yeah, probably. Because you don't have your flag up.
0: That's right. I have no flag. You
1: need to to start putting up, dude. You should just put up a Confederate flag and just never talk to him again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to go straight MAGA. I think MAGA is almost more offensive to people out here than if I were to do a, a Confederate. Hmm.
1: Wow. That's actually a really good poll for Colorado. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like that actually. I don't know. No, there's a lot of mag out here, man. Like a uh, Babert, dude. People love the Babert, and then also people yeah. hate her. So, yeah. Very polarizing woman. I am telling you, she will be the future Sarah Palin, and she will totally destroy someone's uh, campaign for presidency. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh
0: yeah, it'll be glorious, that. glorious. <laughs> She's hilarious. Like I, I mean, I'm kudos to her for rising that way. You know, uh, being a small business owner out of uh, Rifle, Colorado, which if anyone has been to Rifle, Colorado, it's it defines middle fucking nowhere. And like so have her restaurant hit the national waves, uh, make waves nationally because her restaurant did the open carry thing where they had waitresses walking around with pistols strapped to them and stuff. And which I think is a genius way to get some attention, honestly, get some business Right?
1: And to make sure you don't uh, get robbed. Literally, literally. Yes, literally. I bet you they never got robbed. I
0: think you're right on the money, actually. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I'm not going to rob that place where everyone is strapping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ro- go rob that place where uh, everybody's com- confused about their gender. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That place with all the blue hairs, there's no way anyone's... uh. all
1: <laughs> those he uh, Yeah, they you know, have no, no protection woods, there. None that, of them have guns.
0: I'll what? rob them blind and they'll never stop me. you can to rob them with a knife. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's pretty cool what she pulled off and her and her husband put had that business and restaurant and then she was able to run for um, uh, Congress here because she was just pissed off with the way our government was being run in Colorado. And if you're a small business owner or even just someone who enjoys having rights as a human citizen in America, well then, you know, you, were, you should be pretty pissed off at the way the government was being run and what they were trying to do, especially during the pandemic. But even beforehand, yeah. man, they were really going blue hard. It was really leaning a uh, left. And I think people got a little turned off by it. And I, I, I feel it was actually so amazing. Different.
1: Trump won, dude. That's why it was amazing. Trump won. Everybody thought the country was going so far left. It did feel that way, right? Yeah,
0: and uh, I mean, come on, dude. Hillary was just probably one of the worst candidates the Democrats have ran since like Dukakis or yeah. whatever in the 80s, man. Like, it seriously, she... yeah, if they would have put up anybody else, well, anybody... You know, Mike, they put Corey up Booker could have taken it out. <laughs> But then four years later, Mike, they learned their lesson. <clears throat> they learned it, and they put up this genius.
2: On, no, I'm serious. Thomas, there's something to that. Yeah. No, I'm serious. You turn on the TV, look at the ads. When's the last time you saw biracial couples on TV? When's the last time you saw the way, I mean, people are selling products. They do ads to sell products. And they sell products when people, they appeal to people. This generation is going to change everything. We just got to make sure we don't give up. There's an ability for us to do everything from inf- increase the, the, the access to education, healthcare. Look what we did in healthcare. Wow, God, that
0: man shit himself on live TV right there. <laughs> Dude,
1: I I, man, I don't know if you watched the uh, whole thing. I watched I, uh, the whole I thing. I couldn't. Live. I really couldn't
0: actually. No.
1: It was so sad. He's sitting there in this chair the whole time, right? You know, the chair's got, like, high sides. Yeah. And he's, he's, like, turned towards Jimmy. He's, like, looking (laughs) up at him, and he's got his hands, like, both hands on the one side of the chair.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's, like, looking up at him. That's not a good look.
1: And it's just, like... Oh, dude, you just look like this helpless old man. He must look like
0: um that cover from the R.L. Stein book with the dummies who terrorize the people in the house, (laughs) and he's the dummy sitting on the chair, right? The goosebumps. Goosebumps. Classic. Yeah,
1: dude, it was it's bad. It looked really bad, and it was just like a man talking to his grandpa. That's literally. It looked like a man who was talking to his grandpa who's at the end. And you're just kind of letting this guy talk, you know? I was going to
0: say, like, a retired politician or, like, an ex-president.
1: Yeah, like, it, yes, yes. It wouldn't be that bad if he was an ex-president. That would be fucking perfect. Or
0: former uh, vice president. He fits that yeah. bill very well, you know? But
1: right now, you're just too old. There's nobody believes you are leading a nation anywhere.
0: I my It would be um adorable if this were the ramblings of an ex-president uh uh, you know yes in his waning years and he just cut his book and it's a book of his paintings that he's been doing you know and (laughs) a memoir and you know what i'm saying And, and and we're just giving him some time to go out there and ramble nonsensically this would be great i would be all for this this is the leader of the free world Nah, dude, he's not leading anything. I don't know who's in charge right now. Well, he's you the face of our country, man. man. We're trotting him around out there like he is, and he's spouting total nonsense. Oof. At least Trump was going out there talking tough, man. This guy is not even talk. He's talking nonsense. That's what he's doing. <laughs> it was, it was really sad. How did the really rest sad. of the interview go? I, I really just didn't... that was
1: dude, the whole time he kept doing this thing where he would like his hands would like he'd grab the chair and just. It, it, was it Jimmy Fallon? Was that the guy, Jimmy Fallon? You're very
0: close, almost the same Jimmy guy, Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. I, I always do that. Both yeah, have done blackface, so I can understand um, <laughs> where you can confuse the two. Blackface, they trying, love it.
1: I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to think which one is which without the talent, but uh, <laughs> pretty much neither one's got it.
0: Well, famously, Jimmy Fallon's an alcoholic, so maybe that's where uh, the talent is. I don't know, but. I was gonna say Jimmy Fallon's a little more. I like Jimmy Kimmel. I loved the Man Show.
1: Yeah, that was a good show. The
0: Man Show was good stuff, in my opinion. And you know, uh, from what I understand through listening to Adam Carolla, is during the Man Show run, it was just the two of them essentially, and a couple of their writers just cranking out material every day. So, credit Hmm. credit to him. Even though now he's a shill and he's totally sold out, and he just goes up there and cries every time there's a shooting, I
1: know. (laughs) And then says the same shit. No, dude, but he was—he kept leading him on these questions, and it was like,
0: dude,
1: you
0: know. Oh, Oh, is that breaking news? We got breaking news over there. Breaking news in (laughs) Chicago. And uh, yeah, all right. Well, that's all the breaking news we have, actually. So we're gonna go to. Oh, yeah. Sorry, there. that
1: was. <laughs> it it was nobody's home, so it's gonna keep on ringing, and they're gonna keep calling.
0: <laughs> so did you do the uh, hang up, the answer, and hang up? I was about to no, just no, cut I to just... a clip.
1: <laughs> no, I just, I just, I just uh, disconnected the basement phone. <laughs> Let it ring upstairs,
0: and that's how we do things on the show here.
1: <laughs> what clip are you going to?
0: Oh, I don't know. I think I was just going to throw to the view. Actually, the ladies at the view. Wow, <laughs> 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 oh, that's uh, it's my go-to oh, backup man.
1: man. <laughs> Not even it was uh, really sad. You had the old man talking to Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Kimmel just kept having to save him and lead him to like where he needed to go. You know, it was, yeah, because
0: yeah, he doesn't I know what's really going sad. on. He doesn't know where he is.
1: It was like you know, most Americans don't really. They have a hard time seeing that these things are you know, and maybe you can tell them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Yeah. Well. I feel bad for, uh, I guess, Joe Biden. It's elder abuse. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I can't tell anymore.
1: Dude, it was such a bad... It was so bad. He went on... Pro- the President of the United States went on primetime, right? Mm-hmm. Or not primetime. Late night TV. And then the <laughs> next day, we did, a po- we did a podcast, and we just forgot to talk about it. <laughs> and nobody really talked about it.
0: Yeah, you're right, actually. Was this Thursday? The-
1: the only thing anybody really talked about that got a little bit of attention is when he said we should throw him in jail for the <laughs> the, monop- the little clip about the monopoly.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't even remember what that was actually.
1: That was another lead in. Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel was like, you know, you're playing. It's like playing Monopoly with a, and the other the other side's not playing by the rules. Right, right, right. They won't pass right, right. go. go, you know. And he's like, oh, we gotta send him j- to jail.
0: They're really into this sending people to jail. I I was noticing that with the um, dialogue and language, like through the the clucking hens at the view and um, even some of the other talking heads and the other major news stations. I actually uh, checked into a little bit of CNN this week to the night of the uh, this whole debacle. On Thursday, I actually checked out uh, Don Lemon and all the other clowns. And is he still on TV? <laughs> yeah, he changed it up, dude. So, I, have you have you checked out late night CNN? They're really trying out new stuff, and I'm kind of into it. So they uh, they oh. they let uh Ghana is the panel. He got rid of the panel, and it was Don oh. and another fella, and they were, um, in my opinion, uncomfortably. Seated very close to each other. Well, uh, yeah. y- you could just kind of... Uh,
1: anytime you're seated next to Don Lemon, you are on uh, un-fucking-comfortable, you know? <laughs> That's right.
0: Well, he was definitely within thigh-grabbing distance, I could tell. And uh, they <laughs> they seemed a little chummy. I'm not making any claims here, but... <laughs> there was some camaraderie going on there.
1: Somebody go check Anderson. He's
0: devastated. <laughs> He's devastated. but i noticed so they were doing this thing where it's uh don at this small glass table and he and another uh guest they're sitting very close to each other and the camera does a bunch of wild swooping motions and swirls around them and gets them from the side and then swirls around like swooping up from the top like a bird you know and Mm. Uh, they're trying to get
1: the the dramatic. Yeah, they're
0: trying to mimic podcasting.
1: Oh wow! You think that's what they're doing? Yes,
0: the two people with the microphone in the middle, very intimate. Don doesn't have the tie on. He's got the but the suit with the unbuttoned tie, you know. <laughs> oh, And the other guy anymore. also, he's wearing the suit, but without the tie. They're casual, but business casual. And uh, they're serious, Mike, but they're having a conversation. Mm. Like two guys hanging out at a glass table, right? Wow. And uh, it's not the hard cut angles like we used to get from CNN and the news. It's it's the swooping, casual, breezy. Yeah, you're like, right, dude. They camera. are kind of trying to. Oh man, they're going for it, dude. It's crazy. So they're trying mm. to stylize what the podcasting thing is. And again, I noticed it immediately because what is the news when you think of cable news? You got the panel, and then you got the host. The host has that angry, burrowed face going on with the scrunched brow, <laughs> right? And he's like and they're all outraged and then and then he cuts to the minority if it's a minority based segment and then he cuts to the woman if it's a Trump thing and sexism. You know, I mean it's like all very regimental and they, they go down the line and then back to Wolf Blitzer, you know, and it's just like this whole thing and not now, man. Now it's it's we're hanging out. We're gonna have a conversation. Let's wow. talk about let's talk about Jan Sixth, man. Yeah. <laughs> What do you? I'm Don Lemon. You can call me Don Lemon if it makes you feel good. We're talking about. We're outraged, baby. But it's cool. It's cool. We're talking about it. Let's talk.
1: So that's Hmm. that's that's how they're doing. I gotta check it out. I did want to look. There was a memo or something that went out. Like apparently, there's the new owners of CNN. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're
1: they're gonna start getting rid of them if they're too partisan.
0: that makes a lot of sense now i get it Doesn't make a lot thing. of sense, those they dedicated four hours to January 6th on that. it. was Jesus. literally the Super Bowl. It was unbelievable, I can't man. I believe they started at
1: 6 and that shit went till 10. They had a the pregame. Pre- <laughs> it was
0: unbelievable. Mike, they even brought out Terry Bradshaw and uh the gang from Fox Sports. Uh, <laughs> Michael Strahan was there, they were tossing around the football, giving their prediction takes on uh what they thought was gonna take place. <laughs>
1: They had, they had, like, a mini-sized, like, uh, jury. Or yeah, no, that's or right. Court. It was a football you know, field, like... but with a
0: jury stand. Yeah, yeah. It's a little courtroom. <laughs> a mini courtroom <laughs> with a giant TV screen. They're tossing around the football. They're always tossing around the football. No, they're tossing around the gavel. That's right. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw has the judge, like, uh, costume on, you know, hanging out. <laughs>
1: I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't believe they did all that for January sixth. Yeah, that's their. That's them being less partisan.
0: I'm pretty so, shocked. Um, yeah, that's uh, well, good for them, I s- guess. <laughs> that's
1: where we're at these days.
0: <laughs> I hope they bring out Terry Bradshaw for the next one, but they're gonna. So nobody, nobody paid attention to this January sixth, um, part one. Of part six so they who are they going to bring out for the part two i my prediction my guess and money is johnny depp they're gonna bring out johnny depp they got- oh <laughs> damn he's hot right now uh, <laughs> trump shit on my bed too you wouldn't believe it <laughs> tune in for episode three folks uh um, what's his name? Jared's gonna take the stand, and Will Smith is gonna come up and slap him on live television. It's gonna be unbelievable. Gonna be, I, it's gonna be <laughs> what's number five? Zelensky. Zelensky. Yeah, yeah. Over? Zelensky comes on and questions Trump live on TV from <laughs> from Ukraine. From
1: from Poland, from I mean, po- Ukraine. Uh, yeah, Ukraine. Sorry,
0: Poland, Ukraine. Def- yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely not. Ukraine. Uh, it's Ukraine. A, the city of Warsaw in Ukraine. <laughs> Ukraine. <laughs> that's beautiful, <laughs> man. That's we just nailed it. That's good stuff. I like that. And then for the finale, uh, they're gonna bring out the Queen for Jubilee Part Two, Electric Boogaloo. It's gonna be oh, spectacular,
1: man. <laughs> Harry and uh, they're gonna bring out Harry and Megan.
0: That's right. I still stand by my belief. Harry and Meghan, they have the kid, the kid becomes president, and we become part of the Monarch. Ixo Faxo. Uh,
1: I don't think that's how that works, but okay.
0: That's how it works in my book, Mike.
1: It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be interesting to see what they do at CNN. Apparently there is gonna be a shake-up with the talent. Yeah, that's... they need some new faces.
0: I guess, man, I guess. I don't know. I think uh I I assume they're going to fire Stelter. I have not seen his name in the news at all for anything.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure he's gone.
0: And he <laughs> he was Mr uh he was all about fact-checking, right? Isn't that reliable sources? Like he would always uh Yeah. Call out the facts on Fox News, and which seems hard now because Fox News is essentially CNN. They're almost identical, in my opinion, with the exception of Tucker Carlson.
1: Yeah, that's really the only thing they got. So apparently, people like that Gutfeld show.
0: Yeah, I've tried. I've given it a couple tries. Uh, I don't know what's happening there.
1: Yeah, I really don't like it.
0: I just don't think it's that funny i'll be honest
1: the girl the, the he's annoying the girl's annoying the dude with the wrestling belt whatever the fuck that guy is. i don't <laughs> get it I, I don't get what his deal is like yeah what's oh. going on in that show
0: i don't know man well mike uh it was a major anniversary this week did you pay attention to the news articles to the headlines
1: no what
2: Here's the United States parole Commission that
0: <laughs> this is Conair <laughs> <laughs> that's bright yeah. Conair came out this week 25 years ago Pushing folks money back
2: in the box <laughs> I knew you was a punk and I was right you were playing us all along
0: you a free man I said.
1: Put the bunny back in the box. Great acting. That accent.
0: All right, so now they're attacking each other, right? They're running at each other. They're wrestling. Nick Cage is down. Oh my God, it's dramatic. The guy's got him by the neck. They're punching. They're kicking. Nick Cage is being held down, but then he punches him. He breaks his arm. He kicks him against the wall. (laughs) Now a a pipe is broken. It's sticking out. Oh, Nick Cage is down. No, he's got him now. Oh, my God. The guy's... Oh, he got him. Guy's there.
1: Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? Oh! The highlight of his acting career terrible actor he's Uh, a terrible actor that's beautiful terrible accent beautiful what a terrible acting. this is one of the best movies this is uh. ah that's a good movie but that's because it's got john malkovich
0: it's got everyone john cusick it's it's really just jam-packed with actors man uh dave Chappelle is in it um steve buscemi is in it um dude it's an incredible flick honestly an incredible flick and uh i can't believe it came out 25 years ago
1: Twenty-five years ago—that that is crazy.
0: This movie had had a theme song. You remember when movies in the nineties had theme songs? Yeah. And like the the music video would come out, and the music video would have clips of that movie. Remember this? Like, uh, remember Armageddon? Armageddon. Yeah, yeah. right. That was kind of the Andrew pinnacle, Smith. you know. And like, um,
1: no, but then Titanic had the yeah uh,
0: Titanic and uh Dion. early nineties. It was uh Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Had the song, uh, I can It was like the Brian Adams song or whatever. Uh, and uh, yeah. dude, well, Will Smith made his whole career through the '90s having his uh, movie, and then he'd have the music video. And remember, yeah. Men in Black and Wild, uh, Wild, West. Wild Wild West, right? Like it was his whole thing, man. So we've uh, we've done a lot of movie talk here, and watch, you know, being reminded of Con Air and looking back on the Con Air. I, uh, I'm hoping, I want movies to do this. I want them to bring back the music video tied to the movie. (laughs) (laughs) And play it at the end of the movie. You know how movies now, they do the whole, like, secret scene at the end of the credits and all that bullshit? No more of that. I want the movie with the music video, with the actors dancing, So you need a big singer. Yeah. uh, Well, you know who I think should do it. I think this is what we need: Will Smith to do a new movie, and then (laughs) cut an album or a music video to go with the movie. That could be his comeback, man. I'm telling you. You can
1: even call it Big Slappy style. (laughs) Yo, it's me, Big Slappy. You thought I was happy.
0: Oh man, Conair, happy anniversary. Uh everybody go man, out. Twenty
1: five years ago, yeah. dude, I remember watching that fucking movie, dude. Oh, yeah. That was great.
0: It was great. It was at the I think within the same time frame he came out with the rock and uh it was oh, really yeah, the, the pinnacle of uh Nick Cage's career at that time. And if you're curious about Nick Cage, you could read up on him in Roger Ebert's book <laughs> where he discusses how Nick Cage is The greatest actor of all time. Um, Uh, But happy anniversary. A great
1: movie, man. Our dad loved it.
0: Yes, it's a very quotable movie. Was... All middle-aged men love it. Uh, it's up there with Tombstone for middle-aged dude, that's I mean, That was
1: back in the day. dude. That was back in the day when a movie came out and like the fathers and the sons both loved it. You know, <laughs> you know, you do not walk out of there having to explain to your dad the gender identity of the superhero. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean, though? Oh, that's so like, funny. Yes. Like we were nine years old, dad was forty years old. We just went to the movies and we walked out happy. Loved it.
0: You know, like Do you know what's funny is there is a character in Con Air who is the classic um homosexual oh, yeah, the ga- yeah. <laughs> who we- and then the dude finds the dress and wears the dress. That's right. Yeah. Which is but What's funny is, and this is true with the whole like CRT movement, uh, uh, it's almost as if everybody forgot what culture was like 40 years ago, 30 years ago, where nobody cared about this shit. Uh, it's a guy who wears yeah. a dress. Nah, whatever. In the 90s,
1: yeah, that was just, oh yeah, you're right. There's going to be one guy who's like, the guy, guy, wears guy who wears
0: the dress. Bus. Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. yeah. It's what makes him happy. That's cool. And That's cool. Yeah. same thing with race. Like, uh, this is my friend. Oh Yeah, he's black. What's, what does it matter? <laughs> you know, like was, we're the same. Uh, yeah. You're the asshole for even bringing. Yeah, it up. that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what it used to be like. Yeah. And so, yeah, a character was casually, you know, it's funny. You know what's funny? They talk about all this inclusion shit. Now I'm really thinking about it. One of the biggest action tr- uh, trilogies back when we were growing up was Rush Hour, and the stars of Rush Hour was a black guy and an Asian dude from China. Asian, uh, yeah. Literally, <laughs> yeah. the stars of that's the fucking so movie.
1: Yeah, I love rush hour.
0: Isn't that wild to think about how we? uh, It's all about how uh, we have to include black people and Asian people because they're the most discriminated in our culture. And there were blockbusters, literally starring uh, Chris Tucker and uh, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan, and they
1: fucking (laughs) it was. They were so racist about it, like it was so funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they were racist, but but they made fun of the clash of their races, which was hilarious. Touch a black man's radio. That's right.
1: That's one of the funniest scenes
0: ever. Absolutely, <laughs> man. How weird is it that we almost memory hold that that existed?
1: Yeah, that was such a good time for... Not- well, that's why, man, that's making me think. That came out in 97, Con Air.
0: Con Air, I'm telling yeah. you,
1: man, go look at 97. So many good movies just came out in one year.
0: Yeah, it, actually, that the 90s are very... Like, the 80s and 90s both had a really nice stretch of... Um, awesome action movies. I think that was kind of the pinnacle of action flicks. 80s,
1: 90s, I think the 90s for
0: sure. 90s, they got the help of the awesome CGI and pyrotechnics. Like, uh, I feel like movies got really into huge explosions in the 90s. And in the 80s, it was just about, like, uh, Arnold breaking necks. And, you know, like, <laughs> throwing <laughs> throwing people off buildings. <laughs> They got the pyrotechnics and the CGI really down in the 90s, I feel like. And that's what made these movies so spectacular. What There's like one scene. You don't even need to go watch Con Air. Just watch the trailer for Con Air. Like the original trailer. I sent it to you, Mike, if you remember. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it is theatrical spectacular it's over the top and it literally ends where the cons are walking in slow motion and there's just the most epic massive explosion happening <laughs> behind them and and they're just walking in slow motion right and this just, just massive explosion and it's so awesome it's it just and the guitar's wailing right it's just such a great scene
2: <laughs>
0: dude that mexican dude's in there
1: too with the uh the messed up face and the tattoos.
0: Yeah, Trejo. Tattoo Danny on. Trejo. Yeah, yeah, Danny Trejo, yeah. One of the hardest working actors in the business. He's I was, incredible. I was
1: going to say, man, think about, like, nobody would ever believe you, like, that guy could be an actor. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? And he has been in so many movies just playing himself in oh, every yeah.
0: role. One of my favorite roles of his is in the uh, Harold and Kumar Christmas movie. <laughs>
1: Oh wow, I he, haven't seen that. I know, deep I really cut. Insisted. And he plays
0: the yeah. he plays the father <laughs> of the uh woman that uh or like uh, he's like the father in law of uh, like Harold and Kumar, or one of the guys. Uh and then all these hijinks ensue, they burn down the Christmas tree, <laughs> and then they have to get a new one because Danny is gonna murder him, you know, because he's the father. It's great, dude. He plays a great uh disgruntled dad. I love it. Yeah, he's in so many movies he's incredible man yeah he was in dusk Uh, till dawn yeah he's the remember uh when's the last time you saw desperado man
1: oh wow
0: do you remember desperado he's the bounty hunter chasing after um uh benicio or not benicio uh what's his name uh wow he's been so out of it so long desperado guy what's his name antonio banderas
1: I'm trying to think what is Desperado.
0: Yeah, is that with the guitar? With the guitar, like, with the like weapons, the and then case. his 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 yeah. amigos show up with the other guitars and they just the blast away to the bad guys. But Danny Trejo Depp's in that too, right? No, he's in the sequel, I think, actually. And From he gets his, till dawn. And he gets his eyeballs taken out and uh, taken out, yeah. But uh yeah, okay, Desperado, wrong. Danny Trejo, is uh the um the assassin chasing after Antonio Banderas and he has the uh vest with the like silver knives that he just throws at you and it, like, <laughs> it's so nasty dude it, it's such a nasty way to kill someone man
1: yeah i gotta watch i haven't seen that it's in been a long time
0: either. i was thinking i should we I, I gotta hit it up again Dude, it's,
1: i haven't heard antonio banderas in right years.
0: antonio wow. banderas man uh zoro dude wow killer flick man See the ni- like, I'm, I'm, we're just sorry, naming '90s man. movies over here. <laughs> '90s, that was a great era for flicks, dude. We're we are in a depression of movies right now. I swear to God, it's all Marvel crap and Disney bullshit. There's nothing. I I I, I like really would like just a classic fucking like desperado style old school '90s action flick to come out. Honestly,
1: yeah, that would be nice. Something. You can go to with
0: a family. Where the explosions are legit. You know, they did the power techniques. It wasn't some green screen. I'm tired of green screen. Yeah. I want an explosion-based movie, and I want a music video at the end of it. Is that so much to ask for, Hollywood? (laughs) Where's my (laughs) freaking... Where's my music video, man? I I want Will Smith dancing (laughs) with aliens at the end of this movie, singing about himself, Will Smith.
1: Is um is music videos still a thing?
0: Yeah, I recently stumbled upon a little MTV Two action. If you want music videos, you got go to go MTV Two, and MTV2. they're there, dude. So in fact, my favorite, uh, what I keep catching and they're on perpetual rerun, I think, or uh, syndication. It's um DJ Khaled presents, and it's just DJ Khaled presenting music videos with DJ Khaled presenting other music artists (laughs) and if anyone's ever listened to dj khaled it's it's a beat and then he's dj khaled presenting this guy or person or whoever wow okay he's a genius
1: genius yeah
0: so that's mostly where i catch my music videos it's almost always featuring dj khaled I, i didn't know they were still making them i thought they would have died mike i'm Maybe I'm mistaken. It's possible the only person making music videos right now is actually uh, DJ DJ Khaled. Yeah, I I think uh, I may have just missed a beat, but maybe that's what's happening. The whole industry stopped it, but DJ Khaled's like, you know what? I'm tapping into something that doesn't exist anymore. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's like the vintage, you know.
0: Right. DJ Khaled yeah. has gone vintage. He's only making music videos, I think. Ah, yeah, he's not even Jesus. releasing. Yeah, no CDs, nothing. Jesus. CDs, wow, I'm so old. Those gangsters, they have a lot of CDs out there. Have you noticed? <laughs> <laughs> now grab your cassette. Make sure it's rewinded.
1: <laughs> Dude, uh, that's great. Cr- no, I just figured that, like, they don't do the music videos anymore. I figured it would just be, like, all YouTube kind of videos.
0: Well, I think you release on YouTube, but then they go send. You know, they toss it up on the. uh, They're still doing
1: like the big product. I think there's no money in that, is it? I would say. You know what? I don't know.
0: I don't know if. uh, Remember TRL? Total. Yeah. What was it? Total Recall Live. Total Request Live. Request Live. Yeah. With uh, Carson Daly. (laughs) Carson.
1: Wow.
0: Have you seen Carson Daly recently? He's on Good Morning America now. Is he really? And he weighs like uh 350 pounds no way yes sir yeah oh, well wow. they needed a fat guy and L Rorker uh is like a toothpick <laughs> now so uh al Rorker looks like a lollipop right he's got like he's got the gigantic head, head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah lost it too fast man he had that snippy surgery i imagine yeah you know? oh that's yeah it's what always happens it's unnatural oh, folks terrible. you gotta go the natural route that's the only way to do it but
1: uh, when he gains the weight back he'll look fine
0: that's right yeah And maybe Carson's just, you know, give him a little uh, inspiration to go down that way. (laughs) He's (laughs) pre-snip. Pre-snip. Well, Mike, should we go to right. Monkey Pox?
1: Are we done with Con Air, man? I can't believe. 25th anniversary.
0: Yeah, that's all I got on Con Air.
1: All right. Yeah, let's do uh mad. I really don't care about monkeypox, and they're really trying... You know the government ordered monkeypox vaccines?
0: No.
2: Really?
1: Yeah, dude. Oh, we're spending our money on it. Like, they're planning something. They're really trying to push this monkeypox thing.
0: Well, maybe they're planning, like, um, a new monkeypox.
1: Yeah, there's going to be, like, a new strain that affects straight people. Probably. I don't know. (laughs) It's already been threatened. Bill Gates already threatened. (laughs) Did you see that guy on um, Bill Maher?
0: Mike, did I see him? Yes, I got a fat Bill Maher clip. That's what I was just waiting this for. You to say. F- yeah, here we go.
1: Funniest.
0: So I cut, ever. it's a little lengthy because I really actually liked what Kellyanne Conway <laughs> had to say in the middle of it. But uh, what's the best part about this clip is this uh, young fella uh, with the mustache who. <laughs> it's a gay fella. You could say gay fella, and he's he's a little concerned about monkeypox because well, monkeypox affects the gay fellas, so, <laughs>
1: so and he wants you to care. And the best part because... about this is
0: Bill Maher makes uh, some hilarious jokes about monkeypox, and uh, I don't think the fella liked it too much. That- it's,
1: it's not just gas. I mean, and, and the, the president likes to blame
2: this on the war in Ukraine. And the war in Ukraine is part of what is driving the yes, price increase. Part. But it
1: is not. It, it's not the bulk of it. It's not all of it. Um, you have the you have the huge uh, fiscal response that we had to, to COVID. The government the, basically sent out too much money um, and it, it gave consumers so much money. They go out and they try to spend beyond
2: what the actual productive capacity of the economy is. And the only thing that can happen then is that prices go up. I think the, the Federal Reserve didn't act quite quickly enough to, to realize that they need to take their foot off the gas start putting it on the brake. They've corrected on that, and that's, you know, it's going to be quite expensive to get a mortgage for some time because of that. It's going to be a little painful. That will push inflation down. The public safety piece of this is really important, though, because I think that's the classic case, Bill and Josh, of politicians telling you, don't believe what you see, believe what we say. And people will always go with what they see. They like to complain about what offends them, but they vote according to what affects them. And they see here in Los Angeles, they saw in San Francisco, Homelessness, larceny is up. Um, I think here for Karen Bass, a very well-respected African-American congresswoman of many years who also served in the state legislature, to be kept under 40% by Rick Caruso, a billionaire, saying, I'm just going to go around the city council and declare homelessness an emergency and tackle it the way a business guy would. And he also said he's going to hire 11,000 more police officers. And I think two short years, less than two short years, after the Defund the Police movement didn't exactly pan out the way some people had planned, there's something, <laughs> yeah. too, people rising up, even in these more, quote, liberal cities, well, and saying, enough. Let's talk about I, I agree. People vote on safety. Well, I mean, we saw it after 9 yes. 11. That was the big safety issue, terrorism. Go, then it was COVID. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever people feel, I, it's human yes, nature. I mean, you, it's, now it's monkeypox. Even though <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's bullshit, but they will get people ginned up about that. Okay, it exists. It
1: exists,
2: yes, but you're not going to get it. I mean, <laughs> well, mo- I mean if anyone's going to get it, it's probably me. Why? Because i would be a man. It's spreading among men who have sex Who's fucking men. a monkey?
1: <laughs>
2: There's human-to-human transmission of monkeypox. Okay, but... It's, it, not, it, it's, it's not a COVID-level co- problem, but it, no, it is a real problem. People shouldn't dismiss it, especially if they have particular risk for it. Oh, shit. Okay, Shut I'll start up. hoarding bananas tomorrow. I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't. I can't. I can't do monkeypox. I can't. I mean, there's just too much else going on. I can't deal. I uh, Oh, beautiful. I just can't get into monkeypox. pox. Oh, it's, it's not just gas. Yeah, yeah.
0: Good stuff. Uh, so the fact that Bill Maher is just straight up saying nah. And it's for gay people. And the dude's like, Well, I'm a gay man. He's like, Good luck. You want a banana? Like, basically, even even you aren't going to get it, dude. There's like
1: five people in the whole country. Don't fuck those five guys. You'll be all right. (laughs) You know?
0: Seriously, man. I I, I don't know. I I found this amazing because um, Bill Maher actually couldn't even handle what Kellyanne Conway said this whole episode. And she kind of derailed his show, actually, in a, in a funny way. Oh, completely.
1: completely. There, there
0: were moments, I don't know if you caught it uh, so many times, but there were, towards the end, she was getting applause, man. Yeah. You could hear faint like, applauding in the back.
1: Because it was reasonable shit she was saying. And she was actually talking about what other people are talking about.
0: Yeah, man. I was really blown away by it. We always talk about, uh, we talk about um, the audience reaction at Bill's Bill Maher's shows. That's what always interests us the most, right? Yeah, because he's losing them, he's losing them and he's also losing. Like uh, you and I would be would be able to say, like, yeah, I like what Bill Maher's saying, except for the fact that he's obsessed with January sixth. He has some bizarre, I, I, I don't get what his deal is with it, honestly.
1: That's where he loses me. And then when he says, you know, the Republicans, he says they're literally trying to overturn democracy. <laughs> right. Which I don't get. I don't get the I obsession, man.
0: That. He loses me every time. But then he reels me back in by saying, hey, look, it's pretty obvious you guys in the media are pulling some bullshit with this monkey pox.
1: And yeah, I'm so glad he called that out. We gotta stop that from spreading. Not the virus, the bullshit.
0: The virus is the media, man. That's the virus. Yeah. That's what we need to cut out. That's the problem. That guy went on there. And by the way, most people in the media, have you noticed maybe like a a trend in their sexual preferences?
1: Uh yeah. Yeah, I have.
0: I would say most people are uh, within the rainbow community over there.
1: It's a little over
0: And I feel like yeah. for Bill Maher to bring on a guy in the media and for him to say, oh, well, you know, we're really concerned about this. Well, maybe you guys are kind of speaking in a bubble to the bubble. Yeah, that's the problem. And I think it was very telling for him to say, well, some people like myself, a gay man, (laughs) is pretty concerned about this. Uh, Mike, what do you think the percentage of people are actually gay? I don't know. Didn't Bill Maher do a thing on how it was, what? 3%? He said something along the lines of the youth being uh like 20% or something, and then by 2056... Oh, yeah. No, but that's LGBT. (laughs) <laughs> that's
1: not, that's not gay. That's L-G-B-T-Q-A-I.
0: Right. I so think that's just
1: if you. you know.
0: I'm feeling like this whole movement and everything about it and the reason why we're deep into June and I have to say Pride Month is not, does not have the same, uh, you know, uh, nah. gusto as it had before. Yeah, it really,
1: yeah, it really doesn't,
0: man. It's awfully no quiet. No sail, no wind under that sail. Hey, man, I was, I've been walking around recently. I'm not seeing a lot of the rainbow flags in the windows. Yeah. Something changed. Something something serious. Well, the kids. And uh, I, I just find it interesting that this guy, right, he makes this declaration of being a gay man and why the gay community needs to be concerned about this. And it's almost like he's talking like someone who doesn't have... I feel like people are just like sick of this shit. They're sick of people flaunting their sexuality. They're sick of the disease mongering and fear mongering. I think yeah, that all of it. And oh great, now this is a gay person's disease and you're trying to convince everyone that they're gay. Well, good luck. Good luck with your gay disease. <laughs> we're, gonna, yeah. we're gonna keep walking. We're gonna enjoy our lives and we're gonna stop with this nonsense. I've been seeing more masks again. I saw I saw them recently at the grocery no. store today. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was oh, an article terrible. recently, uh, New York Times maybe, can't say for sure, but one of the uh, legacy media uh, publications that w- was ta- uh and mentioned that uh, monkeypox could potentially maybe be airborne at sometimes. No oh yeah, way. bullshit. They ha- they're trying, man. Bullshit. No one's paying attention, Mike. No way! Yeah, man. Oh yeah, it was out there. It was definitely out there, and I I just love the fact that Bill Maher just real quick poo pooed it, and <sighs> that was amazing. This other guy sounds like a lunatic,
1: but I'm just glad Bill Maher had the balls to just look a gay man in the face on national on TV and just say, "Yeah, th- we don't care. It's <laughs> right. not our problem,"
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, and if it, it, this is a serious problem and it's for your community, this is AIDS Part 2 for you guys. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Sorry. I don't know. It's, really, it's a weird thing, and it's again, it kind of plays into my belief that COVID never actually existed or that it was just some bullshit variant of something whatever. Uh, I think Monkeypox yeah. is total bullshit. Or they released something because Bill Gates was warning about... I don't know if you know this, but the same group that did the test environment of COVID or or of a COVID-like thing breaching uh, society, right? And then this was like months before COVID happened, right? Uh, And then they did it again um, earlier this winter. And the test, uh, you can look it up online. It's available. You can even watch the video that uh, these world economic whatever people watched, but it it was all about um, a virus being released into the public and it had a higher percentage kill rate versus COVID, like something in the 10 to 12 range, percentage-wise, and it just sends uh, society into total chaos. And uh, in this scenario that they played out, it's Monkeypox. What? Yes, and they did this uh, about four or five months ago. Remember that...
1: Dude, remember that truck that was like transporting the monkeys?
0: Yeah, the the one that uh, crashed and the monkeys crashed. escaped and one of them bit yeah. a woman.
1: Yes, I do. That's the craziest thing I ever heard. Oh yeah. And almost... now we got
0: monkeypox. Monkeypox is bull, mm. but what's fucked up is. It seems like every time they game plan one of these scenarios in these weird little meetings that are run by George Soros and Schwab, Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and all these other fuckers, that like literally it happens 6 months later.
1: Yeah, it is kind of weird. It's a little coincidence. And
0: I think this was just a bust. I think they I think they messed with this one up or didn't do it right, but they were really gearing up for it and Maybe they have another smallpox variant that they're just going to kick out and they themselves will hunker down in their underground little societies that they've built and the rest of us will just kill each other (laughs) and then they can...
1: It'd be hard because we're pretty immune to smallpox. Yes.
0: Yes. And like, uh, you know, well, maybe they are uh, exhausted from ideas to truly scare people without actually releasing a serious fuck, you know, thing out in the uh, environment. Yeah. What would be the next thing? I don't know. Probably some (laughs) sort of alien disease we never even heard of. Right. Or uh, (laughs) Ebola or, uh, you know, at this point, I honestly think they could just make up a disease. Tell people it's out there. Tell them they have to mask up quarantine do all this bullshit and people would believe it Uh, yeah well we've seen that (laughs) isn't that what covid
1: was yeah that literally was what it was especially the second lockdown
0: i always believe covid was the beta test beta test for what beta test to see how far we can push you guys
1: yeah how far are you guys willing to go until
0: you snap until you guys band together the put the pitchforks and rifles come out right that's that's what we want to see
1: (laughs) that's the beautiful thing about america you just gotta wait two years and they vote you
0: out literally or again what happens mike you you bring out the tiki torches the pitchforks and the shotguns man and we storm the buildings that's what happens (laughs) remember (laughs) remember the tiki torches yeah i do that's why (laughs) somebody call the horns guy (laughs)
1: Dude, did you see that uh, terror plot that was stopped by the FBI? No. These right-wingers apparently were traveling across the nation, like 20 of them packed in the back of a U-Haul.
0: Oh my god, no.
1: I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right-wingers, dude, okay. they are all like wearing like like dude i don't I'm believe it
0: already like, if they were right right wingers they all would have drove their own individual pickup trucks
1: yeah they wouldn't yeah. <laughs> no, dude, you have to see the picture <laughs> these guys are clearly feds oh it yeah. is a fucking staged
0: hello there fellow so. dissidents like, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> seriously
1: dude. The, the, they all got their fucking khakis pressed and shit and oh you're yeah like, dude, you got, i man. do you remember
0: that photograph from i was it another jan 6 thing it was something else that happened yeah like, it was last it was summer the
1: year, it I, was like the six month anniversary something, or something or no man, remember I, that like march it was like yeah, that march 23rd to they were gonna overturn them.
0: so i dude it's so fuck- yeah here's how it was so dumb we can't even remember what the fuck it can't was remember. about, but it was staged by the FBI essentially. Remember that picture? It was all over and it was those six <laughs> dudes. They were all the same height, same physical build, same shorts. They, had a watch. they, they all... same watch, same military grade watch. <laughs> they were all holding their water bottles in their non-pistol hands, right? They were just ready to fucking go. I, there was like a literally uh, there was a meme that like analyzed every element of these guys and how it was all just clearly like FBI 100 like these guys were just yeah, it government so workers uh, like it, unbelievable and what gets what's amazing that they keep that they're bringing Jan 6th back dude by the way is where's Ray Epps man uh dude don't
1: worry about him he was nobody
0: who. Yeah, like, you gotta say, who? FBI looked into him.
1: <laughs> FBI looked into it. He was nobody. Don't worry about it. And he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. <it.
0: laughs> he might not even exist anymore. I bet you you couldn't find Ray Epps if you tried right now. I don't even think that's the guy's no, real name.
1: Did. No, there's a guy on Twitter that's, like, posting pictures of him. Really? Like, out and about.
0: Just, well, of course. He's out and about. He's,
1: he's, yeah, he's a free man. The one who yeah,
0: incited it, man. right?
1: Who literally incited it, who literally fucking told
0: these people to go in. For days. They, there was videotape of him for several days trying to get to, to incite people to go and storm the Capitol. And then that one video of him the day before, right? That's the famous one where they're like, this guy's a fed. Fed. Yeah. Fed. <laughs> fed. And they're like <laughs> chanting and pointing at fed. him that he's a fed.
1: <laughs> uh I'm telling you, dude, you got to see this picture. They opened this U-Haul, and there's so many of them in there that it's standing room only. Wow. <clears throat> it's
0: like, where were you guys going? There's no way what this is pl- real, Mike. I don't what believe it's real. What was the plan? So, Did you see it? No. Wait. Are you saying there's pictures? Uh, and is this video? What is this? I have yeah, not. Yeah. There's seen like it. a
1: vi- there's a video going around of like there's like 20 <laughs> guys on their knees, no. handcuffed. And all these FBI guys around him, and there's this like open U-Haul, and they just said they were on their way to do something. I don't
0: know. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was so dumb.
0: I. It's great. It reminds me of the uh, the guy who they caught in front of Brett Kavanaugh's house with a gun ready to kill him.
1: Yeah, how did that go nowhere?
0: Oh, of course it went nowhere, Mike. And maybe that's why <laughs> they had to bust out this bizarro nonsense story of a caravan of republicans in a, R- in a U-haul, yeah. ready to yeah. who are they gonna go kill again yeah exactly makes no sense whatsoever <laughs> man i don't even know what the whole
1: story is because all i could find was people making fun of it for being <laughs> obviously just because of the pic, like the pictures of the guys on the ground with their like they're handcuffed it's obviously they're feds they're all wearing neck gaiters over their faces <laughs> it's like come on guys
0: so it's probably one neck beard and five feds or whatever, and then oh yeah, there's, yeah. A,
1: there's a retard in there. There's one, <laughs> you know. But then there's like the FBI guys don't realize there's CIA guys in there,
0: right? That's what I'm saying. It's different. It's yeah. like a six FBI, four CIA, a couple NSA. <laughs> yeah. There's
1: like yeah, one the ATS of the, uh, in the DAs there, in there, yeah. <laughs>
0: And they all just pull their guns out at the same time at each other. Like, You're under arrest! <laughs> <laughs> Freeze! Freeze <all> right.
1: <laughs> that's when one retard shits his pants and he goes to jail for he's, the rest of his no, life. No,
0: seriously. And then they chain him up, and he's the he's the mastermind behind the plot to kidnap <clears throat> uh, governor uh, Governor Whitmer. And that's literally how these things play the out. The guy like. who
1: the feds literally had to pick up from his mom's house because he couldn't get a ride. <laughs> That's the guy who mastered. No shit. Wasn't
0: the horned guy, wasn't he like living in his grandma's house or some shit like that? And I swear there's like.
1: Did you, I don't know if you saw that. The saddest thing about the horned guy, which I really wish more people would play, is the clip of him in court. Right. Where he says when he went to jail, he saw the psychiatrist and they put him on a medication and he started to see things differently. It's like, yeah, all right, yeah. This, this guy was not an insurrectionist. He was just a kid with some mental problems.
0: <laughs> that's
1: right. And now he's seeing clearer. Yeah, that's, dude, we have a mental health issue. That's what we have.
0: Right what on the money, you? man. Right on the money. Man. And
1: now the poor guy is going to be in jail for four years. Like, dude, what, aren't you guys the people of, like, empathy? And like literally, this poor kid with the mental, the mental problem. Right. Just got directed into the Capitol by Capitol Police. It re he He's going to four years. That fucking little fucking kid who ran over the woman got right. six months.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: Ran over a woman and her baby.
0: The one that was caught on ah, video dude. you're talking about? On video, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Wow.
1: Dude, and look at all these fucking people in Chicago. You get caught shooting gun and you're out. Dude. <clears throat> there was a guy that uh, just happened yesterday. This guy gets caught. He hijacks a car with a, with a gun, right? <laughs> right. They catch him. They arrest him. He gets out on bail. Within 48 hours, he gets he shoots somebody and then gets away in a
0: car that he hijacked. Wow. <laughs> what are we doing here? You got That's where you call Batman. You f- put up the bat <laughs> signal. You just described literally a scene out of Gotham City right there. It's Gotham, yeah.